Attention cannabis radio listeners. Do you suffer from chronic pain, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? These are the most common qualifying conditions for medical cannabis. Did you know that in many states you can visit a doctor online with no waiting rooms, no drive, not even an appointment needed? See a doctor right from your smartphone. It's fast, convenient, and it'll save you money as most states don't collect taxes on medical cannabis purchases. So what are you waiting for? Go to MarijuanaDoctors.com slash Cannabis Radio and get $5 off your on-demand medical card evaluation. Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Tonight, we are really, really stoked to have Scott McKinley from Level Fiverr Interactive here to talk about Dabrost, his amazing new program on YouTube coming up, airing on 420. Scott, welcome to the show. Um, I am the creator. I don't, I'm not the host. We went through an entire event of uh, one gram dabs with influencers in order to secretly find our host, which we did. Oh, far out. And so that will be revealed at a later date, I'm sure. It's uh, Chris Crazy so, was who won. Yes. Chris Crazy. All right. Good name for a dab roast, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, let's start out the podcast with the exact same question I ask every one of my guests. What's your personal historical relationship to cannabis? How do you come to cannabis and what makes it important in your life? Well, I started in cannabis by becoming the record label end for Caviar Gold. Um, I no longer work with that brand, but I was Cavi Gold Records and I started a record label um, working with that marijuana brand and music is very expensive. So I ended up uh, becoming the weed brand up in Washington of that company in order to keep funding the music. And when I parted ways with that company, um, because directions just change, I stayed in the cannabis industry with a company called High Tunes by a joint get a song, signed 47 artists and started distri distributing their music. And then uh, sidestepped again out of cannabis into selling shovels instead of digging for gold and became a marketing company, um, building augmented reality and had a big green screen film studio that we built in order to film holograms. And that turned into the dab roast. Right on. And so interesting journey, interesting um, journey to where you are right now. Um, I haven't heard that for at all. Usually people who get the the answer to that question is usually I started growing at 14 and, you know, my dad yep. kicked me out of the house because of it, that kind of thing, you know, your typical, you know, cannabis um, projection story. Um, <clears throat> you've done quite a bit in production. Um, what else, what brought you to this kind of genre of a program? Well, I really like the idea of having celebrity interviews, but everybody always gives the same answer and asks the same questions. And I was taken back by the show Hot Ones where they made their interviewees eat 10 hot wings and then answer questions. And the questions were really good. It wasn't just yeah. your normal average everyday questions. So I wanted, I'm not in the hot wing business. I'm in the cannabis business. So I did 10 dabs, 10 questions in order to get honest answers. And then we asked 
the more evergreen questions so that we can, um, in three years from now, still have a relevant interview. Right. I, I think the evergreen content thing is so important because if you don't have something that stands up over the test of time, it just is lame. You know, it's just like it times out. You just you don't want to watch it again. And I do like um, the Hot Wings show because uh, it is evergreen and it, it, those reactions are so authentic, you know. Absolutely. It also seems to me that they have some control um, over the PR morass in back of the stars. Meaning, I, I think my take on that is there's not people, publicists, for instance, sitting in the background going, don't answer that, don't answer that, don't answer that. My God, you're going to ruin your whole mm -hmm. career here. Obviously, in, in the program that you're doing, which is modeled somewhat after the Hot, hot Wings, Hot One show, this will be somewhat unscripted, sounds like. And it will be authentic reactions to A and A list stars, right? Yeah, we have no idea what their questions are going to come out. They do not get the questions in advance. We turn our suggestions of a bunch of questions over to our host, and then he turns it into his own words and picks what he wants. But our goal is to create those viral moments that mainstream media press will write stories about. We do not advertise to any cannabis media. Right on. That is super cool. I mean, it's. It's um, in today's atmosphere, you know, where everyone is super careful about what they say, especially mm -hmm. stars, you know, I think it's really cool that this authentic nature can come out, especially, you know, weed tells no lies, right? Um, if you want to learn about somebody, get high with them. If you want to <laughs> exactly. you know their inner, their inner id, you know, and their ego, if you want to know who that person is bong it up with them because you're going to hear you may hear some shit you don't want to hear sometimes and, and you know 10 dabs is a marathon that's a lot of cannabis by the seventh dab every episode they ask what dab are we on um and then yeah. by the eighth question um we have to get the questions a little bit lighter subject because the fourth, fifth question, we can go in real hard. We can ask politics. We can ask the things you're not supposed to. But when right. we get to the eighth or ninth question, it's got to be all fun because they can't really think too hard. <laughs> yeah, it's question 10. Like, do you like dogs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love dogs. <laughs> dogs are the best, man. We, I was just at one of our um, formulators down here in Palm Springs, and we were having this discussion about dabs, okay? and how I participated in a lot of High Times events. And we would often share a big booth with um, another company that was doing dabs or free dabs, right? And we were always just aghast sometimes where newbies like housewives from Santa Monica were coming to a High Times event. And they're like, hey, come on, step up for a free dab. And they're like, oh, what's the dab? You know, that looks dangerous. Let's do this, Margaret, you know, kind of thing. And <laughs> they would have this free dab. And like you just see their eyes roll back in their head and they hit the ground. You know, it's like, whoa, that was not funny, that poor girl. And, you know, that's the downside of the dabs. But the upside of the dabs is there is a certain culture within cannabis that likes their heavy hitting. They love it. And that's what they live for. And they really dig the dab. And I'm not a dab person myself. I'm more of a flower guy. And I, I like my full spectrum pens. You know, that's my thing, though. I mean, different cannabinoids do different things. Dabs are an isolated concentrate. So a lot of cannabinoids right. in flour aren't in there. And for me, dabs are a motivational um, thing that I, I'll take a dab and then I can work and concentrate properly. If I smoke a joint, I just want to have fun and thoughts are fleeting. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. I, I do attribute some of this and, you know, corroborate this if you'd want. Um, I always have felt with regard to um, smoking weed that you get some of the hydrocarbons in your lungs as well. And mm -hmm. that has another kind of um, effect because of the carbon monoxide you're ingesting, basically. So combining that with the THC, you're getting this weird holistic effect of the two things going on. Um, I also attribute uh, sometimes smoking weed, you know, with a fire to actually getting that paranoia. And I know it's just not um, sativa and indica that sometimes do it to different people. But to me, it seems like that method often gives you paranoia, which is nothing nice. No one likes that one. <laughs> so um, describe um, the show to people so they understand the whole progression and how who's a winner let's say it sounds like they're all winners frankly so we do 10 dabs from 10 separate companies and i say we are a community built brand we're a community built show because 10 different companies give us 500 bucks and a gram of dabs from the shop and we film that inside their packaging and bring a celebrity on with the money and give them hotels and um, flights and take care of 10 dabs 10 questions and film it all and we don't make money on it. We built a brand on it, but a community came together for a low amount and 10 people all coming together made a whole pilot season happen. And we proved through our platform that we were able to build out a show and our quality kept getting better and better and better. And then we turned it into an actual dab brand in the Washington market. And through the sales of that, we were able to fund our whole team getting in an RV going down to LA, renting Oscar de la Hoya's mansion, staying in there for an entire week with red cameras and rented a, a Burbank studio. So we filmed 10 episodes in a full movie. And the movie wow. comes out on 420 and then the episodes start coming out every month for the whole next year. You know, uh, talking about edibles with Larry here, um, let's talk about Shuggy's new Stevia and sugar available now in a 25-gallon uh, bucket in either one. The sugar is coming to you at the same percentage that our current stick packs are, and the stevia will be identical to the stevia available in stores today. Our stevia has a delicious taste suitable for any baking needs you may have in your commercial operation. We've engineered these products to be used by other commercial entities in their edible products. Look for Shuggies in um, dispensaries near you. And if you want to talk to us about Shuggies, reach us at um, Vivian at sensedistribution.com. That's V-I-V-I-A-N at sensedistribution.com. Making sugar and stevia for all of your commercial baking needs in the cannabis space. Right on. So you're not going to do the big slamma fest where you can watch 12 at once, for instance. No, we're going to use these as this is all of the marketing we built for our brand. And now that we've proven the marketing done, we're going to keep adding episodes onto the season. So they just keep on coming out and keep on coming out. We're doing two new episodes on 420, one with Ken Shamrock, one with Nate Robinson. Those are going to be insanely awesome. And those will end up going back into season one. And then as we keep moving forward, we're going to take some really big names in our back pocket and go do a season two in LA again. Right on. I love how that you said you did it kind of within the 10 person community and you really got this motivated. Oftentimes stuff that comes out of Hollywood, you've got a showrunner, you've got directors, you've got producers, you've got daily guys, you've got people running scripts, you've got everything. I mean, it's your simple show can quickly balloon to 50 people, all union people, all mm -hmm. on the dole, 
and wanting more, you know? Um, so my hat's off to you. That's a tremendous effort to get this done. Thank you. I mean, I, I like to think that we are one of the very few handful of cannabis brands that are now nationally known because of what we've done. And our YouTube show has now been in major media, Fox News, uh, New York Post, Complex. They've, they've all written big articles and done big stories on us. And the Source Magazine is about to do a really big piece on us. And all of those things coming out are all mainstream media that are pushing out a dab show. This isn't just cannabis. This is extreme cannabis going into mainstream media. Fansided posted our Sean Kemp episode in full. And that's a basketball site that never does anything cannabis. And you can click on their link and watch our full cannabis show. And that's Fuck putting out. 10 companies and their logos into a mainstream platform, which gives marketing because every cannabis company is stuck in a little box where they can only market to these people in this little box. We've broken that box open with a sledgehammer. And now we can get actual um, cannabis brands, national marketing. And we're one of the first companies that can offer that. So, I, I dig what you're doing because my mission, uh, we've talked off air before, my mission with my product, Shuggies, is to normalize and mainstream cannabis usage. Now, I'm not on the dab range. What I do is low dosage um, sweeteners like stevia, sugar, mm -hmm. and agave in many different forms. And we push them out there under the Shuggies brand. And they're all low dosage. And that, that's my audience. And that's the people that I want to cater to. You're at the other spectrum, but you're also normalizing. You're bringing in um, consumption of dabs to the masses and showing them that there is something for everybody there. You know, you don't have to be just the, you know, the brownie guy. You don't have to be the cookie guy. You can, you don't have to be just the, the vape pen guy. You can be a dab person, you know, and you could be a sugies person. You could be a lot of different things. Um, the messaging is so important right now with, legalization spreading across the country and becoming more uniform and more uniform uniformly adopted by people in certain age groups perhaps older than me or mm -hmm. you who have preconceived notions about uh, cannabis mania you know, dating back to the 30s and 20s you know that just complete bullshit and marginalized a huge amount of people in this country and put a lot of people in jail yeah. frankly you know that is a big focus of ours is to normalize and we're trying to hit many different verticals of celebrity. So we are getting the athlete, we are getting the hip hop star, the rock star, the uh, movie star, the pop culture personality, the social media cannabis influencer. We're getting many different verticals, which means when our PR company can push out, they can push out to many different kinds of news sources. Mm -hmm. So when our full season comes out, there isn't going to be a news source that doesn't write about us at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's um, in a, the world of media star for content. This is certainly an interesting content angle. Um, I'm I still, sure I still need a politician on Bernie. Where are you? Yeah, Bernie, where are you? <laughs> well, he's busy in that chair with his mittens on, you know, what are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> Yeah. There are people out there, you know, um, who will probably get down with it. But, you know, unfortunately, this country has become a, um, uh, in politics, at least as people trapped by their image and they yeah. do not want to sully their image in any way, shape or form, lest they be cast out. You know, yeah. um, it's it's pretty sad. Um, I think I believe you and I were talking about um, Last Prisoner Project, too. 
Yep. And delve a little bit into what Andrew and Steve are doing. D'Angelo, for those people who don't know, you should look them up if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know about Last Prisoner Project. Currently, there's yep. over 20,000 people incarcerated in this country um, still who are incarcerated due to very petty cannabis crimes. And it's a, it's a crime in itself that these people are sitting there. And now we're not talking about people who did violent actions around a cannabis crime, like a financial crime. We're talking about just normal people busted with joints, busted with a half an ounce in a small town USA and are now currently doing time. So um, Steve and Andrew are doing God's work really in getting these people out of jail on a daily basis and they don't give up and they're fighting every day. So get out in there and give them some support. Hoorah. Hoorah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, going forward with other things, I mean, are, it sounds like you do have season two in mind, right? Absolutely. Are there other things um, coming down the pike? Like I saw a an announcement the other day that um, Chopped is doing a Chop 420 show, which is interesting. Um, I didn't <laughs> really ever think they would get off the, the pot and do it because um, of image again, you know, but it does seem like there's some forward thinking people over there on that team too, who are really going to do it and combining this show with your show. I mean, I think well, we're going to start seeing a lot more stuff. We are a production studio and I'm going to grab my phone here and kind of walk around with you a little bit. Okay. We are a production studio in this place. So we do have a full stage and uh, a place for our little after parties after our episodes, our full green screen film studio. Oh, geez, um, look at that. That we build everything in. We have a full podcast studio in the other room. And a lot of um, badass guitars. Photo, the photo studio in the other room. All of our desks for our employees every day right here. And on the other side of this big wall that I have this mural on, we have a full 502, which is the Washington Cannabis Market business that pushes the dab roast into stores. So we have a full content creation studio that we take fully advantage of. And we have three or four more big projects that we're working on always in our back pocket. You know, the dab roast is our, definitely our front runner because we've worked on a year of pilots just to be able to go to LA and do it right. And now we've got something that is a whole year's worth of content in the can and it's good content that's great that's really cool so for those of you who are just listening to this podcast i will post this up on vimeo um take a look at that and we'll probably try to cross post up to uh youtube as well so you can get a look at his studio very professional looking um you also do music there it looks like you had a lot of really nice guitars on the wall there. um i've always been a, a close friend and partner of robert lang studios and We've done a lot of big music in the Pacific Northwest there. I mean, it's the last Nirvana song, all Foo Fighters, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm just a big music fan. And I started, like I said, in, in cannabis at being a record label. So I've collected a lot of famous guitars and uh, amazing pieces of art that I, that I have hanging on the walls here. I have, I think, 22 guitars in the building. Right. Well, they're, they're, that's a big band. Big band. Once <laughs> together. So you're, are you in the Seattle area, metro area? I'm about 40 minutes north inside of a, a warehouse area next to the Arlington Airport. Oh, right on. So let me ask you just a more general question about cannabis, okay? Um, cool. Where do you think consumption trends are going? I know it's a broad question, right? Is it edibles? Is it drinks? Is it dabs? Is it? I mean, it's going to go to the vape pen and the dabs and, and 
um, the edibles more than anything, because when Coca-Cola gets in, I don't see them selling much flour. When uh, Marlboro comes in, they might be selling packs, but I mean, the, the edible and the um, concentrate going inside of a little pen uh, is just going to get better and better technology and more connected and more um, data comes off of that. And um, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot easier and a lot um, better smelling, less issues than smoking flour. In my opinion, it's, it's going to go to the concentrates and the edibles for sure. Yeah. We are so happy to announce our Stevia product is now on the market. Powered by React, by Kushla, five-minute onset time, an enormous jump in technology. Our Stevia has a special blend of proprietary flavors that give it an amazing natural flavor. Not that acrid Stevia taste you found in so many Stevia products in the individual packs you find at restaurants. Our Stevia is pure, delicious, and usable for anybody in any circumstance. Look for us at a dispensary near you, especially if you have diabetes or sugar intolerance. I think you'll find our Stevia is your go-to sweetener. That's Shuggy's Stevia at a dispensary near you. I have been privileged um, just because of this show to try a lot of really great drinks recently. And um, mm -hmm. it seems like that, that segment's coming on. It will be hard to fight the monster though. Um, today I had the privilege of meeting a, a woman who, um, is down here in the Palm Springs area, uh, Betty Bakes, uh, her name's Courtney makes an amazing cool. array of little, you know, like, um, what do they call them? Rice Krispie treat kind of things in different, different flavors at 50 milligrams each. So you have to follow the instructions and split them up effectively mm -hmm. if you're that kind of person. But it's nice to see that artisanal people are out there doing their thing. I do see perhaps, um, there'll be a good series coming up, you know, from maybe not you, but maybe someone else about artisanal bakers and really getting into this scene about people who are doing interesting and different things within the space with cannabis and trying to make it part of your life, not an ancillary part of your life, right? Yep. I'm going to walk you over to something while we're talking real quick. Okay. For those of you at home, he's currently walking across his studio. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's see, what are, what are we seeing here? Well, on my 502 side over here, it's just a big warehouse space that we haven't really um, built out all yet. But one thing that was exciting to me was I got your example of your shuggies, and it was really awesome. So thank you very much for that. But I do right have on. a full stevia filling machine right here that fills all of the stevia packages and uh, your sugars, sugars would be very easy in Washington. Well, you know, and our stevia is <laughs> out on the market next week, which is fantastic. That's awesome. And I would love to have that continued conversation for you. And those of you at home who have not experienced sugar stevia, which is very few of you yet, because when this air uh, airs, it will have just been on the market two weeks. I came up with a uh, really delicious combination of some, natural organic compounds with stevia to get that horrible acrid taste out of stevia. And I infuse it with 100 milligrams of fast acting THC. Onset four to five minutes. 
you're that people four to five minutes, not like your typical, you know, uh, ingestible where it's 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what you've eaten. We are now looking at Scott go outside in Seattle on a rare day with no rain clouds. And it looks beautiful up there right now. Nice time of year. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually blue skies in Seattle. Two days ago, I got an inch and a half of hail in my front yard. So this is actually pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Um, as someone who went to University of Oregon myself and experienced many, many rainy days, which were comforted by sweet, sweet cannabis, um, I am in awe of that weather you just showed us. Um, you know, um, moving in another direction in terms of state to state, do you think we're going to get regional buying? before we see national buying trends like groups of Oregon, Washington, California. So, I mean, I definitely think that interstate commerce agreements will start happening and that'll open up uh, transport companies that have a green, uh, a green light to go transport between this state and that state. Um, And I think California, Oregon, and Washington will basically supply weed for the whole country. And it's just what states can get agreements together fast. Yeah, I mean, I I was in business in Oregon. We did um, our sense distribution um, in Oregon, and we had a delicious full spectrum pen. Um, unfortunately, the market didn't want to pay what full spectrum pens cost at the time. That was almost three years ago, and we made a really really good product, probably too good. Um, it was just too early, you know, and it was too bad because I still loved what we did, but. It's just not there for everyone. Um, Another trend that's going on right now, I know it's not really on your subject of the Dabros, but I want to talk to you about it anyway, because I've been talking a lot about this. And that is the uh, high potency push by dispensaries. Do you have any opinion on this? Because, you know, this whole thing about the 30 plus on on flowers driving everyone crazy. Well, I mean, I personally haven't seen a legitimate flower to go over 30%. It's true. Um, You're right. And anybody that says that it's, I mean, I personally have a, a strain in the building here called Mochi that's 13% THC that'll knock your socks off more than any 30% out there. I believe because that. the terpenes are just ridiculous inside there. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's what, 175, 176 molecules inside the cannabis plant. We only know 10 of them. So there's, there's yeah. a lot that we don't know about this plant yet because we haven't had the legitimate research. Yeah, and I do think it's a disservice to people who are going into dispensaries right now and having them advertise that as their primary advertising methodology saying, oh, this is 29.9. You've got to have this as the best. You know. Yeah. Well, the other thing they're not doing, though, is providing a COA to their client, right? The certificate of analysis. So you can tell what's in it. That's the only way you're going to know what's in it is by getting that document. So them saying something and having a little blurb on it, that doesn't count to me. Well, an interesting thing in our market right now that the whole country is dealing with that I'm sure you've heard about is people are taking hemp and they're synthesizing that CBD into a Delta 8. Yep. And they just figured out how to synthesize that Delta 8 up to a Delta 9. So they're able to create a whole bunch of Delta 9 out of hemp. And they're introducing it into like our closed market. They're introducing more Delta 9 from outside the market, which messes up the entire state's business plan. And the molecule cannot be told, you can't tell the difference between the synthetic and the naturally grown. But the process is definitely um, getting to Delta 9 a different way that's much cheaper, much more affordable, and not 
um, monitored at all. So it's it's messing up the pricing structure of a lot of things in our closed market. And there's a lot of other companies that are running at the synthetic D, um, THC uh, Delta 9 because you can make it for extremely cheap without having to grow cannabis. You can get it all out of hemp fields now. And it's just a synthetic transfer of the molecule. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, it is possible to get Delta 8 out of hops as well. See, and then Delta 8 can be converted to Delta 9. It's just another process. Yeah, that is, it's a definite, um, if you're out there and you're manufacturing, you're taking advantage of this, you're threatening, if it might take on it, you're, you're threatening the entire cannabis business, frankly, yeah. because if the government and the Fed step in and they're like, yeah, this is bullshit, we cannot do this, it's going to destroy the market for um, distillate, isolate, true isolate, and it's going to be a problem. So be careful, people, what you're doing and be careful what you wish for, because it may kill this golden goose. You know, it's possible. Agreed. I mean, it, it, it messes up an outside market or a closed market when you bring in um, synthetics. And uh, if all synthetics are illegal, um, then an actual natural organic market can flourish. Yeah, well, it's a good point. And I'm hoping people take heed to that. Um, any interesting things you can drop on us about the show? Any hilarity <laughs> that you could just give us a seat of? Well, we are about to release our movie called Behind the Dab. And we had a chef come cook for us at this big mansion every night. We had some crazy people show up to the mansion. Everybody had to have a COVID test. So we couldn't have all the people that we wanted to show up. But we did get some nice little celebrity cameos through there. Some big dabs and some uh, people eating some really hot stuff. Um, so it'll be a lot of good fun to watch this. I, I think it's going to be like a jackass of the cannabis world. Mm -hmm. um, and we rode inside of an RV with uh, nine men and my girlfriend. So she was the mama bear pissed off at all these alpha males around. So it, <laughs> ah. it's definitely an adventure. And we had some crazy things happen at our, our filming with some bums and sleeping bags outside doing stuff right next to our, our filmings. So and we caught a lot of crazy stuff on camera. So I would definitely say keep an eye out for behind the dab. Right on, right on behind the dab. Are you got any trailers up right now for people to see? I got my first trailer today in. I have a couple tweaks to it. So tomorrow we should be able to release the first trailer for it. Okay. So by the time this airs, the trailer will be up and you can see it. We're going to get this show launched yep. before 420 to give you a nice solid launch. So um, let's wrap this up with my traditional last question of every episode. You got a stony story for us? This is a story that could be about you. It could be about a friend. It could be about someone you like, someone you don't like. My, my 30th birthday, um, I went to Vegas and uh, I thought it would be a great idea to eat a thousand milligram cookie as I got on the plane. Oh. And I might be the only person that had to be carried into Vegas by four people um, because I couldn't stand up and get myself off the plane on my 30th birthday. Oh my so goodness. I learned the hard lesson of don't eat a thousand milligrams on a plane. How, how many days was a thousand milligram in you? Um, it was a good two-day ride of just uh, blah. <laughs> a lot of TV that you didn't understand. <laughs> um, no, my friends wouldn't let me not go out for my birthday. So, I mean, I was in club rain with uh, crazy stuff happening the whole night long, but that cookie set me straight for the whole week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A thousand milligram cookie. That's brutal. Well, not a good choice on a plane. No, no. How did the flight attendants take it? 
<laughs> they just uh, were happy that my friends were so quick to pick up my weight and get me off the plane so they didn't have to call anybody. <laughs> yeah, goodbye, sir. Don't fly Southwest again. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap up, we have an amazing show coming up for you guys at home. Uh, it's going to air on 420, the movie, uh, Dabros movie, behind the scenes, correct? Behind the dab, yes. Behind the dab. Look for it on uh, YouTube is your your outlet right now. And I think you're going to be in for an exciting ride and it's going to hit you monthly. And hopefully we'll see season two right behind it and look for more stuff from Scott McKinley and his very adept team. I'm very much looking forward to it. Awesome. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you, man. And this show is always brought to you by Shuggies. S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. That's Shuggies.com. Delicious stevia agave and sugar combined with thc stevia and the home baker bag of sugar now come in easily dispensable parcels with little spoons in them to give yourself the dose that you want easily added to any baked good this uh, sugar is available for 420 at many retailers at a very very good price so look for it at retailers near you and again scott mckinley thank you for being on days and infused absolutely thank you guys The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.